Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. We have been, we started a series a couple of weeks ago called Unwrapping Christmas. And um, we've been unwrapping some of the things that we can enjoy this Christmas. And I would love to get up, John Finkel, would you come up up here? And I would love you to begin unwrapping our gift this Sunday in Unwrapping Christmas. Does anyone remember what we unwrapped two weeks ago? It's a bit hard. Peace. Well done. So um, that's amazing. Well done. So two weeks ago, we unwrapped peace. So I wonder who know, who has a think about what they think it'll be this week. Oh, we've got a few different things. Hope, joy. Oh, can anyone see? What is it? Joy. Thank you, John. Can everyone thank John? Well done. Okay, wonderful. So today, oh, there's even a light. Oh, beautiful. So today we're going to be talking about unwrapping Christmas and joy. And who loved singing Joy to the World before, beautiful Christmas uh, carol. And I love the words of that. It says, joy to the world. Now, notice that it doesn't say joy to the rich, joy to the successful, joy to those who have it all. Uh, It doesn't say joy to the famous, okay? It says joy to the world. And really, that encapsulates what we celebrate at Christmas, that when Jesus came as a baby, he was, he was signifying that the joy of God was available to everybody. It was joy to the whole world. So if that's you today, if you think, oh, I'm not the rich one or the successful one, I'm not the one who has it all, can I tell you that the joy of God is for you this morning. It's for each and every one of us. It's for all of us. Today, I want to talk about how we can all experience the joy that God has for us. I love this scripture in Luke 2 verse 10. It says, I bring you good news. This is the uh, angel coming and it says, and the angel says, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people, all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And I love that scripture there. It's announcing that the birth of Jesus is imminent. And it says, um, I bring you news of great joy to all people. And I think sometimes when we think of joy, we might think of uh, the pursuit of happiness or the pursuit of pleasure. And I think that um, when you begin to look out on some of the things that we go after in life, we can think that those things are... um, those things are best found in things apart from God. Sometimes we can be mistaken to think that the best joy, the best happiness, the best pleasure is found in things that are not associated with joy. Well, today I want to take you through the Scriptures and I want to show you that joy is, uh, is first and foremost God's realm and He is the King of all joy and the best joy is found in Him. The best joy is found in the Bible. It's not found in something that uh, a night that you will regret. The best joy is not found in something that you'll wake up with a headache from the next day. The best joy is actually found in our beautiful Saviour and the Bible is full of joy. Okay, so 
I love this, um, this uh, definition of joy. Okay, so def- joy can be defined as the extreme happiness with which the believer contemplates salvation and the bliss of eternity. I love that. Isn't that different to what we think of as joy? But joy is so closely defined by our experience of God and an encounter with God that true joy cannot be found apart from God. So joy is the extreme happiness with which the believer, if that's you and you believe in Jesus today, that joy is available to you, that when we contemplate salvation and the bliss of eternity. Okay, so true joy is found in God and in God alone. I love in throughout the Bible, it is full of, experience of experiences of people who encountered God and joy resulted from that encounter with God. And that joy is available to each and every one of us today. I want to take us through the Bible just for a little minute and I'm going to read this because I wouldn't do it justice if I just said it. Okay, so the Bible is full of people who encountered God and people who experienced great joy. In Genesis 1, we read about God creating us and creating all that we see and that in that, He experienced great joy. It gave Him great joy to create us. Through the Old Testament, we read about how God's acts in history bring joy. When God delivered the Israelites from Egypt in Exodus, there was great joy and celebration. Joy characterised corporate and individual worship of God. When we worship God, it brings us joy. The Psalms express the joy we experience as we encounter God. We can rejoice because God has delivered us from our enemies. You can get a bit excited as I read these kind of things, okay? In Psalm 63, where surrounded, he's, he surrounds us with his steadfast love in Psalm 32. And joy comes when he brings us into salvation in Psalm 40 and Psalm 64. In Psalm 119, we read that joy is what happens to us in response to God's Word. Joy is our reward as believers. In in Isaiah 64, it says, joy is our reward as believers. And joy is our strength in Nehemiah 8. The theme of joy reaches crescendo in the New Testament. I love this. In Luke, where we just read, the angel's greeting to Mary, followed by news she is highly favoured, causes her to break out in a song of great joy. Even the birth of John the Baptist as the forerunner of the Messiah is an occasion of joy for his father and others in Luke 1. In Luke 2, which we just read, we read the angel announcing the good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Magi, I don't know how to say that. Is that like Magi two-minute noodles? I don't know. Or the Maggie. Upon finding the baby Jesus are overjoyed. They are filled with joy in Matthew 2. But it doesn't end there. In Luke 15, three parables tell us of the joy that comes from our salvation. Upon finding the lost sheep, the shepherd rejoices. The woman rejoices upon finding the lost coin. The prodigal son return brings rejoicing. And uh, we are told that even God rejoices when the, with the angels when we receive salvation into our heart. God himself rejoices. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're thinking your current situation or challenges exclude you from joy, 
The Bible is full of people who encountered God and people who experienced great joy in all situations and circumstances. So if that's you today and you're thinking, I'm not sure that I have a whole lot to celebrate or I have many reasons to be full of joy, let me tell you. Our ultimate example, Jesus, with joy endured the cross, scorning its shame. With joy, he did that. We read in James that even trials and persecutions are occasions for joy in us. Amen. Peter and John found their difficulties an occasion for rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name of Jesus in Acts 5. We read in 1 Peter 4 that even suffering brings joy as we are united with Christ in his suffering. If you're suffering something today, you can have joy even in the midst of that. In 2 Corinthians, Paul speaks of his joy in the midst of affliction. Affliction. Okay, I'm getting there quickly. And finally, in Philippians 1, we read that joy is a part of our faith. In Romans, we read that joy comes from our relationship with each other. Our relationships to each other bring us joy. And when we rejoice together, God's kingdom is described as righteousness, peace and joy. The certainty of our salvation is a cause for joy and we are told to rejoice that our names are written in heaven in Luke 10. And finally and most completely in John 15 to 17, we read that our salvation and the relationship with Jesus that our salvation brings will bring us continuous joy in this life and in the life to come. Amen. You can give him a hand. Amen. Praise God. So joy is our inheritance. It is not a product of something that of our life or our circumstance. It is our inheritance from having a relationship with Jesus. And today I pray that just a fresh revelation of the joy that is available to you, right where you are at, no matter where you are at in life, if you are on the mountaintop or if you are in the valley, that joy is for you in this Christmas season. And that this week, as you lead into Christmas, that you can know the joy that comes only from our beautiful Saviour, Jesus. The first thing I think when we're talking about having joy this Christmas is to rejoice in our Saviour. Okay? Rejoice in our Saviour. Jesus came here. He came for a relationship with us first and foremost. And uh, he comes so that we would not only be saved, but that we would know the joy of knowing him in this life. And, and the joy that he has is just a joy of knowing him, of knowing our beautiful Saviour. So as we lead into Christmas, let's not forget that the whole reason that we have joy is that we can know a beautiful Saviour and that we know him. Our Saviour is so good. When He came, He signalled a whole new way of life that we didn't have to live anymore in uh, the way of trying to do things that would make us right with God. But now we can live this amazing life where we are right with God, where we have peace with God. It is a whole new way of life and we can rejoice in our Saviour at, at Christmas time. We have peace with God. What a gift that is. The, pe the person of Jesus is the greatest gift that we have ever received. And we can rejoice in that at Christmas time. Do you know, there are so many distractions at Christmas time. There are so many things that we seemingly have to do. Can I encourage you to take a moment this week to think about what a wonderful saviour we have in Jesus and rejoice in your salvation. Maybe you might want to take a moment 
as I did this week and write down all that God is for you and all that God has done for you. Rejoice in our Saviour. It says in Isaiah, um, in Isaiah, it says that he is a wonderful counsellor, a mighty God, an everlasting Father, a Prince of Peace. The person of Jesus is a gift that keeps on giving to our lives over and over again. And you gain joy when you begin to actually remember what Jesus is in our lives. The person of Jesus, the person of our Saviour and rejoice in that. That is for you today. Amen. So rejoice in our Saviour. This week, just take a little minute to thank God for all he's done in your life. Just write it down. Make a little... Make a little date in your diary. I can guarantee you, you might say, my week is so full, but it will change your perspective. Thank God for who he is. Thank God for what he has done in your life. Rejoice in our Saviour at this Christmas time. Secondly, we can rejoice in our salvation. Rejoice in our salvation. I don't know about you, but I think there is something so powerful about rejoicing in the work of salvation of what Jesus has done for us. When Jesus came to earth, it was after 400 years of silence and darkness, spiritually speaking. So there had been uh, words from God through prophets all throughout the Old Testament and then that stopped. And for 400 years, there was silence. And then into the darkness, into the silence, comes the Saviour of the world. Came with a message of salvation. A message that the light of the world had now come. That's something to rejoice in. It's something to rejoice that now we live in a day where we have known the light of salvation. Where Jesus has been revealed to us. We need to rejoice in that salvation. Don't let this week go past without actually taking some time to think. Do you know what? I'm saved. God has done something so unimaginable for me. He sent his one and only son into the world for me. And that is a cause for great joy in our life. I wonder if you remember the moment that you were saved, the moment that you received salvation. I remember, I wonder if you can just take a moment, even right now, to just think of that moment. Might have been when you were a child might have been when you were a teenager, might have been when you were an adult, it might have been a week ago it, and you may not have ever made that decision. Can I tell you today, it is only one step away to know the joy of salvation. But you know, there is something that happens inside of us when we begin to remember and rejoice in our salvation. The minute that Jesus came into, my, into our life, I remember it was when I was six years old. And, and as this week, as I've been reflecting and rejoicing in my salvation, I've been remembering again the joy it is to my life that I've always known Jesus from when I was a child. Now, your story may be different. And that's the beautiful thing is that each of our stories of salvation is equally as unique and wonderful because they are our story. But they are supposed to bring us joy in our life. Reflect on your story of salvation. Maybe even reflect this year on what God has done for you, even if it's been a challenging year, even if there's been moments when you've felt like giving up, look back and see God's hand in it all. Look back and see God's grace and mercy in your life and let it fill you with great joy. See how God has taken you through challenges, but you've got here, you've made it by the grace of God and let that fill you with the joy of your salvation. 
joy of our salvation. Amazing. Lastly, we can rejoice in our hope. We can rejoice in our hope. Another of the greatest gifts that Jesus brought when he came to earth was that we now had a certain future and a certain eternity. And that is no more real today as it was back on that day when Jesus was born. In that moment, he changed whether we needed to doubt or know our eternity. And uh, we can rejoice in our certain hope. Do you know that is so different to what we were before, you know, if we don't know Jesus. We, can, we are uncertain about the future. We're not sure whether our, plan, that our future is going to be certain and whether our future is going to be good. I love in uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future, plans for good, not to harm you. Can I tell you today, no matter where you are today, no matter what you face, you can face this Christmas with a certain hope, you can find joy in the hope that is yours because Jesus has given us a hope that in this life, He can work all things together for good. In this life, He can work everything together for good. And our, and our eternity is secure. When we know Him, we have an eternity that is secure. Rejoice in that hope. Rejoice in the hope that you have. Can I encourage you this week? to make some time to embrace the hope that you have in Christ. Embrace it this week because you have hope in Him. Maybe take a moment to write down the good things that you know that God has in store for your life. Take a little moment. Maybe write down some of these scriptures. I know that God has great plans for my life. I can, I can face 2019 and I can face this Christmas knowing that God has great plans for my life. I know that God will take care of all my needs. I know that my God is able to provide more than I need in every area of my life. This is the hope that we can embrace. Rejoice in the hope this Christmas that you have through our Saviour. Beautiful. All right, so I don't know about you guys, but in my family... Um, so that's like main course because Jesus is like our saviour and our salvation is the main course of joy, okay? That is where our joy comes from. But today, I just have a few little joy stocking fillers, okay? So in my household, um, we do stockings. Does anyone else do stockings? And like, these are like gifts that um, Santa um, <laughs> puts in that they're not the main game, but they're just really nice things and they're really bring a lot of joy. So I've got a few joy stocking fillers for you guys as you go out this week. Okay, so the first thing here. Okay, let's open it up. Oh dear. Okay, here's the first thing. Can anyone read that? Gratitude. gratitude. Okay, gratitude. So the first joy stocking filler is gratitude. And I would say this week, to walk in the joy that God has for you, have an attitude of gratitude. You know, at Christmas time, it can be all about what we don't have. And our attention can go towards the things that are lacking or missing in our life so easily. It's a season for saying what we want and saying what we need. But why don't you flip it on its head this week and have an attitude of gratitude this week? Because really... What God has given us, the joy that he has given us, makes us grateful and thank, thankful for all that he has done for us. Why don't you be grateful for the friends and the family that you do have? 
this week. Grateful for who they are rather than maybe what they're not or maybe the gaps that are missing in your life. Why don't you be grateful for what God has given you this week? Take a moment to be grateful. Why don't you take a moment to encourage those around you? Be grateful to them for who they are in your life. Take a moment to thank your husband or your wife for all that they are. Amen. I wrote down a list this week and I was so grateful, first and foremost, for a wonderful husband. Okay, so why don't you take a moment this week, encourage those around you. Okay, all right, so my second stocking filler for this week to fill your life with joy is this one. Can we all read this? Selflessness. Wow, okay. So decide to act selflessly this week. Why don't you decide this week to do something that's completely selfless for someone in your world? And do something where they can't reciprocate that in any way, where there's no way that they could repay you for that thing you did. Because sometimes we can give, I don't know, I give like this sometimes, like if I give a really good present, they're going to give a really good thing back to me. (laughs) But this week, why don't you just decide that you will do something selfless for somebody in your world, somebody who can't repay you in any way, someone who can't reciprocate that, just decide to act selflessly this, um, this Christmas, okay? Um, I just love seeing our Christmas packs go out because in a way that is selflessness from all of us, we will never meet these people who get them, who have got them this week. But we just believe that through that act of selflessness, something beautiful will happen. And I don't know if you've ever been involved in that, the joy is yours. (laughs) And even greater joy is yours. So why don't you try that this week? Do an act of selflessness. It will fill your own life with joy. Okay, and the last stocking filler I have here. Do you like, this is my son Caleb's stocking. Isn't that cute? It's got Mowgli on there because he loved, what movie is that from again? Jungle Book. It's got dinosaurs because he loves dinosaurs. It's so cute. Okay, so the last thing this Christmas. Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay, a joy stocking filler. Firstly, why don't you enjoy God's presence in your life this week? Why don't you put, take some time, put on some worship music at home. Just have it in your home and just have a moment of enjoying God's presence. It will fill your life with joy. It will take away those things that seem to distract us and become so important. And, and remember what this season is really all about, enjoying God. Um. Enjoy what you have this Christmas. Enjoy the family and friends that you do have. Stop and take time and enjoy them. Don't just rush through everything, try and get through everything and miss the opportunity of enjoying the people that you do have to spend Christmas with this year. Christmas is about peace with God and with each other. So why don't you decide that you will enjoy being around the people you're around this Christmas? We all know that that can sometimes be difficult. Why don't we work to make peace this Christmas? It will bring joy to your own life. Work to make peace with those around you. And lastly, 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 laugh. Just take some time to laugh. I wanted to play this really funny video, but I don't have time today. But my husband, we were looking through some funny Instagram. We came across this surfing video of this guy who's on a surfing wave. And what's it from the... um, Flow rider, 
and he's writing it and he's writing it really badly. Anyway, I can't show the video today because I don't have time but I just had a good old laugh. We just sat there, almost wet my pants, had a great old laugh. It was so good. Take some time this Christmas just to stop and laugh. It's good for your soul. Laughter is the best medicine. When we had our volunteers... um, Christmas party a couple of weeks ago. A couple of the girls got me to go down the massive slide at Mwilumbar. I laughed my head off from the top to the bottom. It was so good for my soul. Just take some time over this week, over this Christmas season to laugh. It's so good for your soul. doesn't sound spiritual. It actually is. It says in the Bible that laughter is the best medicine. Okay, so take some time this Christmas. Wonderful. Would the band come up? So this Christmas, I hope that you have been encouraged that really you can have joy this Christmas, no matter what your situation or circumstance looks like. You can have joy because of the joy of our wonderful Saviour this Christmas. I just love us all to bow our heads and in a minute we're going to sing this amazing carol, Joy to the World Again. But before we do, I just want to give an opportunity for those here And you might be saying, I wish I knew that joy or I wish I could say that I could access that joy. And you spoke about rejoicing in your salvation, the minute that, the moment that you came to know Christ. And if that's you here today and you haven't had that moment where you've encountered God and His joy has come into your life, can I say to you today that that is just one step away. The Bible says that if you will believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that at that moment, salvation comes into your life and you will be saved. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's Word. If you would like to know more about Tweed Coast Church, please visit tweedcoastchurch.com.au.